Airways Podcast kicking off right now. We out here. We out here. We out here. Here it comes. What's up, Waivers? It's that time of the year where all your favorite artists are doing all the same shows <laughs> at every festival in the country. <laughs> this is Airways. I am Jason, as always, I'm joined by my good friend Greg. Greg, how are you? I'm good, man. How you feeling? I'm doing well, Greg. I'm just enjoying these festivals, bro. Uh, you know, uh, about a about a week and a half, a week ago, about a week ago, about a week ago, there was quite a few, there were a couple big events in the whole like East Coast, Mid Atlantic area, you know, yeah. that we are very familiar with. Uh, something in the water, Pharrell's uh, first foray into the festival field, mm-hmm. and then also. Uh, Broccoli City, which is like DC homegrown, which has grown to epic proportions. Yeah. Uh, I went to Broccoli City. You went to something in the water. Yes, sir. I feel like I should probably, I don't know. Do you want to go first or should I go first? Uh, you had all the headlines. You had like all the biggest acts like in well, our let's, let's just break it down. First things first, I really wish they weren't on the same weekend. They were two dope experiences and there's not enough festivals on the East Coast, at least in this region. That's that uh, they even need to compete. Like I think people would have went to both if they had a chance. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's like Roots. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, Made in America. Made in America. These two, really, right? The Roots, other one oh, yeah. <laughs> in New York. I guess uh, uh, Trilletro is Rolling Loud. Trilletro's not as big as these ones. Um, yeah, I guess too. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been nice to have them two separate weekends. So let's start with. Um, let's just start with um, with vibes. What was the vibe of Rocket City as you got there, even before we get the lineup and all that? So Broccoli City moved to rest the to FedEx this mm-hmm. year. It was a little further out than uh, RFK, but um, the vibes were cool. Um, a lot of time spent at the Ciroc tent. Uh, uh, it was different for me this year. Yeah. Every year has been different for me for Broccoli City. Um, last year when I went, uh, for whatever it's worth, I walked up and ended up in a cabana. And I had like a, the 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 premium VIP experience. So I don't right. have the regular experience anymore. I didn't expect to. Gotcha. So this year when I got there, I had a, a free general ticket for my work with um, Lunchback Social. Uh, Broccoli Bar has been a partner of ours. We did uh, Lunchback Social there recently. So they, they showed us a lot of love in getting, uh, giving us tickets. Yeah, um, broccoli. Broccoli bar. That transitioned to me having a VIP ticket that somehow ended up with me being backstage uh, with, 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 with artists and with our friends trying to run out onto FedEx Field, which was not a part of the activation at all. And, were you, and you guys were unsuccessful. <laughs> no, they no, they actually they got, got out the there. Field? Yes, they did. Oh, wow. And the police almost that didn't make it to the gram. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 part of it did, you know, and then the security came. So, you know, we... we what are you fools doing? But about the festival itself, yeah, yeah. right? Uh, my main highlights, I wanted to see Childish Gambino. I wanted yep. to see Ella Mae because she has like all the hit R&B songs of the last year. Uh, I thought I wanted to see City Girls, but I ended up not wanting to see City Girls. Not because I dislike City Girls, because it's only one City Girl right now. Oh, yeah, the other one's in jail. She's in jail. She's I still, didn't even she's know that. She's still in jail. She's still there. Dang. They, I, need to, they need to put an asterisk next to it. Yeah, I absolutely skipped Lil Wayne, but only because like... I'm just tired. It's, uh, it's listener fatigue. I've been listening to Lil Wayne my whole life, and like, yeah, I'm not interested in seeing a current Lil Wayne performance. I need to see him do like the Carter Two or something like that. Yeah, Big Shade Wayne. That might be fun. Um, yeah. And there's so many homies around that like that was really the highlight for me. Just seeing like so many of the friends. It's like a family reunion when you get out there and you see like all your homies just like all at, at the same event, and you know everybody's gonna be there. So it's no like. Yeah. 
no 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 issues what about what about you yo vibes on the water something yo something in the water first of all we didn't realize it was actually on the water shout out to the name man shout out to the to the naming hell of a name so it's on the water so the entire festival is on the beach which we didn't know until like the week of so i was like oh pivot 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 and so you go out there so pharrell i guess put down a whole new layer of fresh sand so the sand was so clean you were just barefoot but I noticed a lot of people didn't get that message because people out there with their freshest J's and stuff. And I was like, oh, brother, you're going you're gonna, you're gonna to hate yourself you're tonight. this. <laughs> Yo, and you could tell people started tying the J's on their neck and it became like, who got the freshest shoes on their neck type of thing because no one actually realized they would be barefoot in the sand the whole time. Um, but it was very well laid out. It was very, like the actual um, layout was very long. So it was a lot of walking. But what was cool about it is like, there was no line for the restrooms. There was no line for the food. There was no line for alcohol. Literally, bartenders were just waiting, like, "Yo, what's up?" Because they had so many, oh, so many vendors, so yeah. many alcohol tents, which is perfect. Like, we went to the same bartender the whole time, and it was like, "Yeah, his name was Els. Els was good. Y'all, what's good? How what y'all need, baby?" He already knew our drinks, so that was kind of dope. Um, and then what was also cool, so on the stage, one side, like if you're facing the stage to the right, was VIP, and it was elevated. To the left, they had created like this little sand like wall like artificial wall between the water and the festival section and they had security behind the wall but you could kind of stand up on the wall so a little cheat code was hopefully you know if you heard this this podcast you're welcome but you could actually sit on the wall like the sand wall and if you stood the sand wall you would be <laughs> elevated from the rest of the crowd and if you're really smart you would go all the way down the sand wall and get close to the stage so we had figured it out so we're like right on the stage and we're elevated above, above everybody else and you can actually sit and stand at will. So that was crazy. Um, as far as like artists go, man. So first of all, here's what I appreciate about Pharrell because we listened to the artists on the on the uh, lineup on the way down on you know, Spotify. So he had a lot of artists that you wouldn't naturally listen to but who are really, really popular in different genres. So like the dude, uh, Mark or Mac DeMalco or whatever, some weird dude from New York, he's like a, weird soft rock guy, but he has some crazy like 80 million spins. And when you play him, you're like, what the hell is this? But like, you just, you would never even explore that. Like, Do, do you ever listen to like Pharrell's radio station on Apple Music? No. You should. That's what he Yeah, crazy. yeah, Pharrell, yeah. Pharrell, he, his Apple Music channel is like crazy. I believe it now, <laughs> Like, uh, he brought on Rosalia, she killed it. She was like, all right, just bear with me, Beehive. But she brought some very Beyonce, like energy to the stage. She was dancing, had everything laid out. She was dope. She could sing, beautiful. She had all types of edge to it. What was the highest high? The highest high? Uh, man. Okay. Well, one, it was three. There was three days. The first day was rained out, so that sucked. So it was two days. The highest high of Saturday was Pharrell and friends. So Pharrell went on stage. First of all, Pharrell crushed it by himself which I think a lot of people was like, oh, what type of friends are you gonna bring? And Pharrell was like, I ain't bringing nobody. Y'all gonna hear my hits first. And he crushed it, singing, rapping, crushing it. Then he just started bringing out a crazy lineup, bro. And he just kept hitting us in the mouth, like, like person after person. Who did he hit you person. with? He hit me with Diddy. That was crazy. Was that when Diddy, Diddy brought out the family? Yeah, and then Diddy brought out all his family. They did a Clan. they did a dance. The choreographed dance the choreographed I saw on the internet, yeah. Together. That jump was fire, though. All the kids like was going off, and I was like, "Yo, y'all are definitely Diddy's kids." Uh, they brought out Buster Rhymes, who was very overweight and winded his entire performance. That was rough. That was a low point, but it was good to see. It was good to see um, Buster. Um, 
he brought out Timberland, but Timberland's mic was was acting up. So that sucks. So Timberland was right. You ain't gotta say It's whatever. We ain't never cared about his Timberland's bars. Right. But Magoo <laughs> came out. And Magoo got the same voice, yo, from high school. Like the same voice. Like that little you know, high ass voice. You know, you know they all grew up together. Word? Like Pharrell, Timberland, Missy, they all grew up in Teddy Riley's studio. Like they're like uh, Timberland's like a, a few years older than him. Yeah. But they were all in high school at the same time in Virginia Beach. So like they all knew each other since like childhood. In That's fact, wild. at one point, Pharrell and Timberland were in a group together. They just it just never nothing ever happened of it. It was like four people and like nothing ever came of it. The yeah. clips like live like down the street from uh, like or like the, a neighborhood over. So like the older of the clips was like in school with Timberland ah. and Pusha T and Pharrell were like tight, and then they they got with Pharrell. That's crazy. It's, it's, it's literally something in the world. So he, he also <laughs> brought out Missy. Missy killed it. She like jumped off the stage. Obviously. Something. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Missy. Yeah. She's a beast, man. She's a beast. Then he uh, messed around. We thought he was going to bring Rihanna out. He pumped fake and brought out like uh, some big choreography lady. Oh, and no, she's bad. Yeah, yeah. no, no met, met narrative or whatever yeah, it is yeah, on yeah. IG. I'm a fan her. of her. Yep. Yeah, I know who she is. But she wasn't Rihanna. And, and he brought her out but with Lim- Rihanna's <laughs> verse, and everybody was like, that ain't Rihanna. So have you seen the video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, she, that's just her. She did all yeah. the videos for that album. Like, I know. It was dope, but we were still looking for Rihanna. But yeah, I got you. Y'all got like Travis Scott, uh, Diddy. Y'all got Jay, know, Usher. Just, what, what do you want, oh, bro? Yeah, like, Usher, what do you want? Chris Brown? Usher. Like, what do you want? You Yo, got- he brought out, and then his, he brought Jay-Z. That's what really got us. He started doing fronting, and we were just singing along because we were like, yo, that's my shit. And then, you know, Jay comes in, Act all nonchalant in front of the ambiance, like he was just in the middle of the shawty, but truth be told, you threw me for a loop. It's hove. And so they had, he had his big cloak on, so you didn't even know it was him. He was like, is that somebody covering? And he took the cloak off, he was like, yo, it's Jay. And then Jay dropped like two, three bangers, so that was lit, man. So day two, though, the highlight was, the gospel, they had like a whole gospel Day three. Sorry, day three. There was a whole gospel, it was two stages. One stage was all gospel music. It was actually three stages, sorry. But one gospel, one stage was all gospel. They were killing it at really great gospel. Gospel, Like, we, we, we tried to stop by there and just got so caught into it. We were stuck there for like three hours, like, just rocking to it. And it was like, all right, let's go to the main stage. We got to the main stage. Teddy Riley was on there. Um, and, well, first, Pusha T came on. Pusha T brought out Fabulous. And we were like, what? That was random, but it was dope. And then Teddy Riley was up there, and he was doing all the songs that he wrote and produced, which... I mean, I just never realized how big he was. He's trying to hear that. Like, no, Teddy Riley is like shit. Teddy Riley is the reason why we have all these people out of out of Virginia Beach. Like he's from Harlem, mm-hmm. um, but like he set his roots down in Virginia Beach, and that they all grew up in a wow. studio. People don't understand. Pharrell wrote his verse on Rump Shaker. Wow. I like the way you comb your hair. Yeah. Uh, I like the like all that. Pharrell wrote that. Pharrell wrote that. Like Pharrell's been around that long. If you ever wow. hear old SWV, hear that S S double U V. That's Pharrell's voice. But that's all from working underneath Teddy Riley and like kind of cutting his teeth and being a young guy in the industry. So Teddy Riley, the 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 father of New Jack Swing. You like remember the time on Michael Jackson? You better thank Teddy Riley. If you like any Bobby Brown solo work, you better thank Teddy Riley. And if you like Guy. Who has an amazing who has amazing stuff that just is Teddy Riley. And if you like Blackstreet, Dave Hollister <laughs> was in Blackstreet. Yeah. You know? Yo, so Teddy Riley brought out Blackstreet, mm-hmm. Guy, and Coco from SWV. Uh, yo, <laughs> literally everything <laughs> I just said. <laughs> <laughs> everything he, dropped, he dropped one song on Coco. 
And, and she got mad. And she falls the bitch. She said, why you gonna drop that old song? You know, I don't remember the lyrics. We, we all died laughing like that. They, they have you know, too many words, bro. So I get it, though. You know, you throw back like that. Um, but then he was like, yeah, I want to let y'all know I don't just do old stuff. I make, I'm still making hits out here. So I want to, you know, I want to play one of the jams that I produced. I know y'all might know it. So let's hear it from Lil Duval. And we was like, what? And he was like, I'm living my best life. And we was like, what? And Lil Duval came out with that swing. Apparently, Tate Riley produced that. I had no idea. I had no clue either. We were blown away. We did not know that. And the whole crowd lost their minds. And nobody expected Teddy Riley and Lil Duval to share the stage. So here's here. So let's not let's not let's not get too too uh, too too deep in the water. Sorry, um, it's a lot in the water. Man. Yeah, no, it's a lot, man. Cause like, I, we could kind of wrap after this. Cause I mean, like, Broccoli City was dope. You know, Charles Gambino, amazing headliner set. Yeah. I've seen him before, so I knew he was gonna bring it. I don't think people really knew that. Right. Like, if you've never seen him live, you don't understand that he's like one of the best live performers I've ever seen, as far as like just enthusiasm and energy yeah. and um. And how he yeah. his stage work is good, and apparently he asked for like some crazy budget for like his actual like show production kind of mm. stuff. But whatever, I'm just saying all that to say that that's super dope, great, fine, good. I feel like something in the water could be like an East Coast Coachella. Yo, it was. So like Beyonce uh, was there. She just didn't come out. Well, what, what what I mean by that is not so much like it was because Coachella is a whole business. It's a whole industry into itself. Coachella is like. Uh, there's so many things around Coachella that are not yeah. music related. What I mean about that is like Pharrell has the pull to like create a certain ambiance that is so different and so unique and with so much high end talent. Yeah. And then the fact that it's on the beach and in a place that is not necessarily like the most popping beach in America. Like you, no. know, like we know about Virginia Beach, we from Virginia. You still do. But we don't. There. I ain't been in that water. I haven't been in that water. Uh, mm-hmm. Since I was about ten years old, I like I, I, I something's in the water. Yeah, I'm not gonna get in the water. You know what I mean? But like, if he can continue to produce like 40 percent of the quality of talent that he's had there, yeah. there's gonna be so much business uh, booming around it because there's nothing else that's happening on the beach. Yeah, Miami that's... don't even have that. We're rolling out. And that's the thing. As dope as it was, like. It was it was definitely the Pharrell show, and he pulled out all the stops. Like you could tell, after every artist, he came out and literally like hugged them and thanked them. You know, you could tell his hands were. He actually went out on the beach to help clean up in the morning before the before day two, like or day three. He like was extremely involved and invested, kind of like how Jay was probably the first Made of America. So I, you know, I'm hoping this isn't a, hoping this isn't a peak, you know, for it. Um, but I agree, like. It's, it's gonna it's gonna continue to be dope if he continues to stay as invested. And again, he has so many relationships that he can pull and, and kind of finesse with, and and you can tell he did that. One thing I, I will say is, um, you know, I think this it was also really cool about there was a very big community component. They were bringing out like kids and stuff that they were gonna get scholarship money from it. So he he did a lot to partner with the actual city to make it work. Like the mayor came out, city council. Came I mean, out. he he's their son. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's, well, you know, he's their he's their guy. And um, you know, I'm just thinking. I was just thinking as you were talking. What if you brought out like Britney Spears? You he know what I mean? Though. Like, and that's not that's not a reach for him. You know no. what I mean? Like Robin Thicke probably didn't even perform. You know no. what I mean? Like <laughs> Robin Thicke got Justin Timberlake was there, didn't perform. So we got all these white people that Pharrell got that could uh, yeah, bring something to the water. Fan, but they got rained out. Oh man! Like he he could he could just crush a whole white genre, and that's that's the thing. That's why I think 
long term, it could crush Coachella because Coachella <laughs> doesn't real. have that 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 type of musical genes behind. Like, I think the future of festivals, honestly, is having the people who make the music and produce the music lead it like this. Yeah, so 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 it's very much a, it's very much a fingerprint on on the vibe of it. So you have right. like like J Cole. You know what I mean? Right, with, the, with the dream with the Dreamville. Yeah. And then you have like Tyler the Creator who was at something in the water. Yeah, he killed it too. Yeah. He's he's another one of those live performers that just like he he sells out for it. But he has his own like uh festival in, in uh LA. Yeah. He has Camp Flogna or whatever it's called. But like that's like a certain type of vibe. So these vibes, these specially curated experiences. I mean roots, roots is still what it is. Right. It's dope. Like I think I, that's a that's look, the way man, to, to this day, seeing uh uh Usher perform with the roots is my favorite live performance I've ever seen yeah because it just made so much sonic sense um in a live show that I just was not expecting I did not think it was gonna be that fire and I stayed for that long ass performance because it was that good Usher right. singing the roots the roots playing for Usher and it just the quality goes goes up um but that that to me that's the future of festivals and that's how you get the the crowd really bought in because they already know the vibe they already are fans of the vibe and they can just lock in. And Pharrell just has a higher ceiling than most. Yeah. Because uh, he really does cross genres. He really is someone for the people. And he's probably a vampire. And he's still he's producing in different genres. He's producing in different countries that we don't even know. We don't even know about. He's scoring stuff. movies, bro. Yeah. He could have did the Despicable Me live. And we would have been there for it. Bro, he finished the whole thing with his whole set with Happy. Of course he people did. People lost their mind. Of course job. he did. I, I didn't realize how much I loved that song until I heard him. Do it. And I was like, that's like I'm one happy. of the biggest songs of the last 10 years. Yeah. Easily. Happy is, is a ultra monster. That's ultimate, ultimate crossover. All right, guys, let us know what you think about all the festivals. If you went to something in the water, if you went to Broccoli City Fest, if you if there's a festival that is up and coming that you know no one knows about, but you're you're you got your eye on it, it's happening in South Carolina right now, it's happening in Wisconsin. What's the festival in Wisconsin looking like? Let us know. Uh, all right, lit though, man. They got good beers out there. Hey. You probably do that in Portland. Portland has mad like microbreweries. Yeah. So you can follow us at the Wave USA. You can follow Greg at the Action Jackson. You can follow me at Mr. Just Jason. You can follow Nori at it's Nori Nori. She's here. You didn't hear her, but she's there though. She's always there. And we are Airwaves. Yeah. And we out.